Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about history? If so, then try my podcast, Calm History. You'll learn all about famous explorers, inventions, civilizations, ancient wonders, and even the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to calmhistory.com. Hello, welcome to Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. I'm your host, Nikki Eisenhower, life coach and psychotherapist. And on today's episode, we're taking our power back from disappointment. No one ever taught me anything about how to be disappointed. And I don't know about you, but life constantly invites me to feel disappointment. Like if I decide to go get my favorite kind of donut, I might show up and they might be sold out of the apple fritter that I was craving. Disappointment. Daily life invites us to these small disappointments that can build up day after day after day. But life also offers these big, massive, heartbreaking disappointments, like the death of a marriage, a miscarriage, investments that you worked so hard for tanking, realizing someone doesn't have as much integrity as we thought they did. As we mature and grow out of ideals, as life hits us with the way things are versus how we wish them to be, we move through massive disappointment. So what were you taught about disappointment? What were you taught about how to be inside of the feeling of disappointment? When I was inside of disappointment as a child, I would often hear some of these phrases. Well, you shouldn't have gotten so excited. Or, you should have known better. Or, well, life's not fair. Get used to it. And indirectly, not so much in word, but in message, basically, well, you're dumb for expecting a win. You're dumb. It's stupid to expect something good to happen. So, smart gal that I was, I learned really quickly that the problem was me. The problem was that I felt disappointment. I didn't want to feel dumb, so I smartly decided that I would avoid disappointment. I wouldn't hope in good things. That forevermore I would know better and I would expect the worst so that I would never be blindsided. 
so that I wouldn't tumble down to the ground from a high perch of hope, excitement, visioning, and wondering about the positive possibilities. Nope. I stopped that real quick. I taught myself how to expect blah, how to be ready for crap. And I judged my sweet inner child harshly. I told myself it was so stupid to be naive, to be vulnerable, to allow myself some pure hope and excitement. I fully internalized the messages of the critical adults that were raising me. And I have compassion for them now because basically they learned their own kind of defense mechanism because no one taught them how to do emotion. So they, of course, passed on to me a message of I can't handle my own emotion. So I certainly can't handle yours. So I'm going to shut it down by giving you shame by telling you that this feeling is your fault. And that shame really works to shut you down. And if you won't let yourself get excited and you avoid disappointment by disallowing excitement or hope, then I won't have to have this moment again that makes me feel so wildly inadequate to manage my own emotion and yours. So instead of learning a better way to do this whole disappointment thing, Inside of me, and as I parent you, I'm going to teach you to expect the worst out of life. Yeah, that's really going to help you out. And I'm going to tell you that this is smart and productive, wise and right. And I'm not so much going to be able to tell you that this creates bitterness, stuckness, low vibe, depression, helplessness, hopelessness. It makes us feel like we're slogging through life instead of living life. I am here to say today that this is incorrect. It is wrong and it has consequences. And normally I don't go so black and white, but this is one of those things that we rarely put our finger on, that we rarely name even in therapy, but that has so much impact for all the days of our lives. About six to eight years ago, I had a revelation and it changed my relationship with disappointment forever. I decided stubbornly that I didn't want to push excitement or hope away anymore, that I wanted no more than that. I deserve to feel excitement, to feel enthusiasm, exhilaration, eagerness, wonder, that I could give myself permission to imagine what could be. Because if the worst can happen, it stands to reason and the laws of chance that it's just as possible that the best can happen. And more than likely, something will happen in between the best case scenario and the worst case scenario. I was sick and tired of disallowing myself to feel these positive emotions just in an effort to avoid the discomfort of another emotion, disappointment. So maybe what I'm saying appeals to you. How do you do this work? Do you want to do this work? Can you do this work? And I promise you that you can. If what I'm saying resonates with you, if you want a different way of being within yourself, 
around this human condition of disappointment that we're going to meet almost every day of our lives? You can do this. You can offer yourself a different way of being. You can disentangle that old, twisted, dysfunctional teaching and grow straight and strong. The next time the universe offers disappointment, just take a deep breath. Maybe it's you, like me, going to your favorite little donut shop and being sold out of the apple fritters. Maybe it's more serious. Maybe it's the devolvement of a relationship that you thought would be a forever friend or a forever mate. Maybe it is fertility issues. Maybe it's being looked over for a promotion when your boss has been giving you hints that you'd get that promotion. Maybe it's just a disappointing diagnosis. I was certainly disappointed learning that Gusto is fighting cancer. Whatever the disappointment, take a deep breath in that moment. And don't try to run from it. Don't try to smush it down. Don't allow the discomfort to go to the mind and create a story that we were taught in childhood, that we were taught by society, that this disappointment is all my fault. Here's the truth about life that maybe our parents couldn't show or tell us. That life itself is just disappointing sometimes. That disappointment actually means that I was wishing and hoping and reaching for something greater, bigger, different, expansive. We can learn to use dialogue that says to ourselves, I'm so proud of you for allowing yourself to hope in this way, to dream and to become excited. This is how we feel alive. This is how we allow ourselves to move through an emotion instead of dancing around that emotion, which just makes the process of moving through more complex and convoluted. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about pivotal moments in history? If so, then try my new podcast, Calm History. It's a time machine of tranquility filled with immersive and fascinating stories from history. Prior episodes include The Pilgrims, Marco Polo, Henry Ford, Joan of Arc, Jackie Robinson, Klondike Gold Rush, Ancient Greek Olympics, Easter Island, and the Great Pyramid of Giza. There's also a six-part series about the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to calmhistory.com. What if you are strong and capable? What if you have handled every single disappointment and that as you grow and develop, you can handle each disappointment with more ease, more self-respect, more respect of how the universe works instead of over-owning that every disappointment is our fault and it's just the way things go. We can learn to say out loud in a moment of disappointment, I don't like this. I wish I would have gotten my way. I wish it would have gone to my vision. It's okay for me to be disappointed. 
I'm just disappointed right now in this moment. Today, I'm no longer scared of feeling disappointment, if you can believe that. That's wild for me to say out loud over this microphone. I can feel my inner child in this moment going, wow, wow, that's really true. Because when I look back on my life, I can see how much energy I wasted being stressed out trying to avoid disappointment. What's grown for me is that I can trust myself now to flow over disappointment with that simple acknowledgement and just by allowing it. Trust has developed within myself the more I have allowed myself to see myself moving through the disappointment in a way that is reasonable and timely. I've learned to allow disappointment to be a speed bump versus a mountain. The healing journey takes us places we never really imagined when we started walking it. Maybe after hearing me share, you would like to travel to a healthy place where you no longer have to be so intimidated or frightened to feel disappointment. And I know that that's scary when you felt so much that you feel flooded with it, that you feel like the waves of life have knocked you down over and over and over again before you could even get your feet under you and catch your breath and stand up. But you can grow into recognizing that you are now and have always been so much stronger than fear or resistance allows us to see. Healing is starting to see yourself in the world with more clarity. And if you allow yourself to see this, I know that you can see that you are clearly strong. Even in your worst moments, even in your messiest moments, even in your most emotional moments, that strength is there and you have the proof of that. Or you wouldn't have made it all the way to today, to right here. You wouldn't have made it to this podcast, to my voice, to this moment of aligned listening. I hope there's something in this episode that helps you take care of yourself, that helps you get to know yourself and hold space of self-love and self-respect. In all the work that I do, I try to connect all these little dots, all these little things that are so difficult for us to just put our finger on in the hustle and bustle of life and getting through. Sometimes we get so much freedom, so much release, so much ease from just connecting one little dot. And for highly sensitive people, I believe this disappointment dynamic contains a lot of our pain. So I hope by me naming it today, it helps you see an aspect of yourself that brings more ease, more understanding, and more self-compassion. If this episode resonates with you and you'd like to share it, we thank you very much for sharing it. Since the beginning of the show, y'all have been our marketing team. Every time someone new finds the show, they feel unalone, they feel less crazy, they feel validated, and maybe more importantly than anything, unalone and less alien on this planet as a highly sensitive person and a survivor. We would not have been able to spread the show across the world without your help, your generosity of spirit. I want to thank those of you who back us on Patreon. 
who come there to get more exclusive content and to throw us a few bucks each month that helps us produce this high quality show that helps us manage all the aspects of it, keep up with equipment, just all the things. When you come to Patreon and support us there, you also are voting that we keep the show commercial free and you're supporting us that way so that we don't have to interrupt the vibe of the show with commercials to get revenue to pay for the production of the show. One of the things that you get when you come onto Patreon on top of getting all the content that we've been putting there for years, you get all of it instantly. You also get a shout out. So I want to thank these Patreon producers of the show. We truly cannot do it without you. I want to thank Isaiah, Sarah, Kelly with an E, Agnes, one of my favorite names ever. I want to thank Kaylin, Laura, Michael. I want to thank Emily, Bethany, Marla, Molly, Sarah, and Nancy. And I'm just going to mention it quickly because I don't want anybody to miss it. If you are interested in working with me on the Boundaries course this October, I teach it once a year, definitely come join the Patreon before you do that because that's where you get the biggest discount code. So if you're interested in that, definitely come check us out on Patreon. You can stay a short period of time. You can stay a long period of time. Do whatever you need to do to take care of yourself. The next monthly live stream Q&A at patreon.com backslash emotional badass. The next topic is forgiveness. So you can come, you can ask me anything you want about forgiveness. You can be mad at forgiveness and I'll answer anything about your story, my story, how our psychology works around forgiveness, how spirituality works around forgiveness. Ask me anything. And if you want to share this episode or any other episode, the easiest way to do that is to find us on EmotionalBadass.com. You can share any episode straight from there. I think that's the easiest way since all of us kind of use different podcast platforms. So that's a great way to share the show. Thank you so much for helping me spread this work all over the world. Every single one of you, every like, every share, every iTunes comment, everything that you do helps work all those funky iTunes algorithms and the internet to help more and more people find the show. So I want to wish you light and love and as weird as it sounds, ease in all of your disappointments so that those mountains shrink to speed bumps and we learn how to get over the difficult emotions with more flow and more ease. I'm an emotional badass. You are an emotional badass. And together we are where Moxie meets mindful. I'll see you right here next week, next time. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about history? If so, then try my podcast, Calm History. You'll learn all about famous explorers, inventions, civilizations, ancient wonders, and even the Titanic. 
Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to calmhistory.com.